Hey, 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 it's Dominique, and you are listening to Season with Saw, the podcast. Get over the fear of trying something new. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the key to fighting neophobia. Stay tuned. about what this episode would be about and really pursued God, I came across an article about neophobia, N-E-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Neophobia is the fear, essentially, of trying anything new, especially a persistent and abnormal fear. In its milder form, it might manifest as an unwillingness to try things or to break from a certain routine. According to Wikipedia, in the context of children, the term is generally used to indicate this tendency to reject things that are new. Scientists say that this particular fear is caused by genetics in women and caused by environment for men. In other words, women may be genetically wired to fear trying something new while men grow a disinterest based on things that they see, things that they smell, and things that they hear. So, in a sense, we are either born or conditioned to be reluctant to try new things. The fear of trying new things can be really detrimental to our personal, professional, and relational success. And that's why I wanted to talk about it today. People who are afraid to try new things tend to be the kind of people who stay in jobs well after they have peaked. Um, People who have a fear of trying new things tend to value a sense of security and they see anything new as a threat to that security, right? So the challenge really with neophobia is that it becomes the enemy of destiny. It becomes the enemy of purpose. It becomes the enemy of wealth building and legacy building. And so we have to think about what gets in between us and really reaching our goals. Like, how does neophobia cripple us and why? It's really about fear. We fear making a mistake, right? 
we fear looking bad in the presence of other people. We fear being hurt. We fear being vulnerable. And so as a result, we decide that it's more comfortable to continue doing what we've always done. And in a sense, we become our own enemy, right? Because the capacity that God has birthed in us lays dormant because we are afraid of what is on the other side of new. And when I was thinking about this, it occurred to me in my own life that the primary challenge that I have is a need for control. When I surrender to God, I'm essentially telling God that I no longer need to be in control and I'm giving control back to him. Now, as easy as that is to say, it is one of the most difficult things to do because our flesh is wired to believe that only we can save we. Our flesh is wired to believe that if we get in trouble, we somehow are completely responsible for getting ourselves out of control, out of trouble. And so we don't even try to try things new because we think where we are is safe. The challenge with safety is that it gets in the way of God's plan. When we pursue safety over taking a risk and trying something new, we demonstrate essentially how much we trust God. Here's what, here, here's what God told me when I was preparing this. He said, Dominique, a part of your problem is that you see me as a God that follows you. So you get to the challenge or the new position or the thing that appears to be new to you and you look behind me or you look behind yourself and say, God, come around me and tackle this problem for me. And you treat me as though I'm slow or that you're arriving 
at an obstacle or a challenge first or as though what you are encountering is somehow a surprise to me. And so what you are doing is demonstrating how you choose to trust me. And so I need to re-school you on how this thing works. And what I'm getting ready to tell you, I pray that if you are still listening, this touches you. Because what I'm getting ready to tell you is what God revealed to me and completely blew my mind. Something that I've heard people say, a scripture that I've heard people read, and I never was able to internalize it until God said that you think I'm behind you. You think you get there first. Here's what God said. So let me let me let me just let me just back up and 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 tell you how God really unveiled this for me. I had asked for prayer about a series of trips that I am going to be taking in the near future. And to be completely honest and vulnerable with you all, my concern was taking these trips without a vaccination. And I asked somebody for prayer. Now, this everybody's theology and their ideologies and philosophies are different with regard to the vaccine. So just bear with me, understand mine, be patient with me. In fact, I'm not even going to share too much of it. But I'd asked this person for prayer. And she began to tell me that a part of my problem was that I was assuming that where I was planning to go, God would have to catch up with me once I got there. And she began to minister to me and she said, Dominique, God is already where you're going. Do you, do, you, do you hear me? So what is new and foreign to me is not new and foreign to God. Because he said even before I was born, he knew me. And he chose me. And he predestined for me to be what I am, who I am, and where I am. Listen to what the Lord began to speak into my spirit. Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before you. He goes before you. So it's a risk to try something new, but he eliminates the 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 the, the burden of risk by reminding us that he's not behind us and he's not coming alongside of us, but before we get to the place where we're trying something new or trusting him, he's already there. 
because he goes before us. Check this out. I'm still reading Deuteronomy 31 and 8. He will be with thee. Now that that's that when somebody is going before you, how can they be with you? If I'm going to Arizona and before I get to Arizona, you're already there, then how are you with me? But that's the kind of God that he is. He's omnipresent. Not only is he there before you get there, but he's there with you on the way. And listen what it says. And he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. And so God said, I'm going to interrupt the fear of new things by reminding you that there is nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can try. There's no job that you can apply for. There's no business venture that you can start. There is no food that you can eat. There is no trip that you can take that I will not go before you. So I'll be there when you get there. And while you're going there, I will be with you. Thanks to God. Completely changed my mindset. Completely changed my mindset. Because I was praying for God to cut the line, right? I, I, was, I was treating him like he was behind me. And he said, no, I'm with you and I'm before you. And so if he's before me, where can I go that he won't protect me? And so, friends of God, I speak this over your career, your, your, your business pursuit, your, your idea that is still in the incubator, whatever that might be, your, 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 your family, your, your, your interest in being married, whatever that might be. God is calling us to be risk takers when we are working within his will because he wants us to know that there's nowhere that we can go that he will not be there before we get there. He will go before us. He will go before us. In 2017, when I quit my job, without knowing where I would work or what I would do next or where my next paycheck would come from, God knew already. In fact, he predestined what I thought was a decision that I made. He went before me. He went before me. And he will go before you. And there was nothing that I had to worry about. God was my provider. He was my Jehovah Jireh. And he will do the same for you. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for every person that is still listening to this podcast episode. We thank you, Father God, for the reminder that you go before us. We thank you, Father God, that there's nothing that we can do, Father God, that you will not protect us. You will not guide us. You will not lead us. You will not open the door. We thank you even now, Father God, for the reassurance that, God, where we're going, you already know, Father God. And God, we ask God that we, you, you, you would arrest that fear in our heart, Father God. Arrest that reluctance in our heart, Father God, so that we might walk boldly in the things for which you have called us to walk in, Father God, and to know, Father God, that you will be with us. 
And not only will you be with us, that you will go before us. And that we have no reason to fear. And that we have no reason to be dismayed. That you love us and that you will protect us and shield us, oh God. So we thank you, God, for that risk, that, that thing that feels like a risk that you're establishing and setting up in the heavens for us. Father, you said that if it's bound on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. And if it's open and released on earth, it'll be released in heaven. And so we thank you for the way that you're making. We thank you for the door that you're opening. And we believe it to be done in Jesus' name. And we walk in faith and in trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Were you blessed by this episode? Do you think it would bless someone else? It would really bless me if you share this episode with someone who you know needs assurance of God's promises. Also, i love it if you subscribe to my podcast, Season with Salt, and wrote a review. This helps us to spread the gospel even farther through podcasting. Thank you so much for listening. And remember what God's word says in Colossians 4 and 6. Let your word be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Have a great week.